0: This week, my guest, Hallie Simpson, shares her seven-step process for a great coaching conversation. Okay, here's the show. Welcome to more than a few words, marketing conversation for business owners. MTFW is a production of Roundpeck, and this is your host, Lorraine Ball. And today, I am thrilled to have Hallie Simpson with us. Hallie has been working with leaders and entrepreneurs and busy people for the last 20 years, helping them live and work more effectively, efficiently, and most importantly, happily. Hallie, thank you so much for joining us today. Well, thank you for having me. I'm thrilled to be here. We're very excited that you were able to carve out some time for this conversation. And I know there are a lot of things that we could talk about, but I really want to talk about some of your ideas around coaching conversations. You had given a presentation and inspired one of my teammates, Britt, to write a blog post and really talk about how to do coaching conversations. And before we get into the how, I'd really like you to touch on some of the why people should have these skills.
1: Absolutely. Um, I have been in a leadership role for 20 plus years. And I know when working with a sales force or clients, there's many different hats that we can wear and types of conversations that we have. Sometimes we're teaching something, sometimes we're advising someone, but there's many times when maybe we feel like it's clear on what somebody should do or what forward direction should look like, but it's just not happening. And a coaching conversation is a Um, type of conversation you can put in your tool belt to help work people through when something feels stuck. It's a way to gather some information and really uh, maybe unpack when somebody knows what to do, they know how to do it, but maybe they're not, they don't know why they're not doing it. This is a great uh, type of conversation to bring into the relationship to get some forward Uh, motion.
0: Terrific. Okay. So I've got somebody, maybe it's a client, maybe it's an employee, maybe it's a friend or a spouse, whatever, but I want to start this coaching conversation. Where do I start? What's the first thing that I have to do in order to make it an effective conversation?
1: So the very first place to start is just to identify what it is, what is the topic of the conversation that we're having. Many times people will get together and sit down and just start talking, and the original intention for getting together never gets accomplished. So to start the conversation by saying, what are we talking about today? Um, What would you like to get clarity around? It seems that we want to have XYZ happen, yet it's not moving forward. What would be helpful to unpack so that we can get some clarity in this subject matter? And just identifying what it is.
0: So would you say that's really what you called in these notes, the coaching agreement, where both people are like, yes, yes. This is what we're going to talk about today.
1: Yes, very true. That is getting the coaching agreement. And just a note on that, sitting down to initiate a conversation, sometimes it can be a verbal brain dump first before we then say, you said a lot, but what specifically do we want to talk about to then pull out one issue that we're going to move forward?
0: Okay, so you pick your first issue and then how do you really, if you're the one that's really trying to drive the coaching conversation, how do you surface those issues? How do you get to the real root of the problem?
1: So that starts then with the second step, which is active inquiry. Anytime you are taking a journey, especially if you're using GPS, we put in two um, locations, one, where we're at, and two, where we're going. So we've identified in the coaching agreement, where we, what we wanna get some clarity around. And the active inquiry is almost like shining a spotlight on that, saying um, what, what else is happening where we're at right now? What's necessary to know as it relates to this issue? Where would you like to begin exploring? What would make sense to focus on first? And it's looking at the subject matter from a bunch of different angles to gather as much information as possible to begin moving the conversation forward.
0: Okay, so you have kind of gotten some of those issues out there. And then you start exploring the situation and looking for solutions. What's really important to keep in mind in that exploration phase?
1: The most important thing in an exploration phase is that remembering that people sometimes will put up defenses if they are told what to do. And so having a spirit of, that this is really just brainstorming. You do not have to move forward with any of these ideas. You don't have to attach. In fact, you can reject some of these ideas. But if we were to throw out as many ideas as possible for ways to solve this problem or potential solutions. What are they? And once they get out there, then the person being coached can really take a look and see which one makes the most sense for them. And um, then you could put together you know, a, a plan and moving forward after you've gotten all of the information out.
0: And so you have kind of the steps four and five where you're creating awareness, sort of doing that process check and then going further. In that middle phase of this conversation, what's
1: going on there? So many times when you have um, multiple people in a conversation, everybody leaves that conversation with their own interpretation of what happened. So in order to really make sure that you're serving the person that you're having this conversation with, it's a great, in the middle of the conversation, it's great to pause and just say, let me check in. What are you pulling out of this conversation so far? What's really resonating for you? What possibilities are you seeing? Just to make sure that both parties are on the same page. Oftentimes when I do this with a client, I will hear them answer the question with, different bullet points than I would have thought they were pulling out of this conversation. So it helps me to re-engage with where they're at and then understand uh, in the going further, maybe what's still foggy, what's unclear, what needs more exploration so that they can continue to unpack the issue at hand.
0: So now they, they're at a point where they see the possibilities and you're ready to start working on a plan. What comes next?
1: The sixth step is a planning and goal setting. I truly believe with coaching that there are some people who are verbal processors, but in order for the the learning to continue beyond the conversation, it's necessary to put together some smart goals and an action plan that they are responsible for doing after the conversation ends and that can have some accountability and checkup afterwards. So asking them, um, what are your takeaways? What are you learning? What action steps are going to be important for you to take after this conversation? Um, How will these tie into this desired result that we wanted from this conversation? Do you have any concerns or fears around taking these action steps? And then checking in on a scale of 1 to 10, how committed are you to doing these? Um, Don't put together this beautiful action plan and then tell me so it sounds good and then have no commitment whatsoever to follow through (laughs) on it. Um, because that doesn't get anybody anywhere. So uh, making sure that the action plan that they put together, they're committed to and are actually going to do.
0: That is one of the biggest challenges that we have as an organization is we do a a weekly brainstorming session and we talk about big ideas and things we want to do. And the discipline to come out of that meeting with specific steps in writing as well as timelines and milestones, not so that we can hit each other over the head with it, but so that we constantly have it on our radar of like, oh yeah, I need to carve out time to do that and make sure that those things happen. And I think you, you kind of touch on that in sort of the aftermath. It's not really part of the conversation, but it, it's what you do coming out of those conversations.
1: It really is. There's so much value to having the conversation, getting the idea out of your head. But then once the, the idea is out and we have a an action plan to follow through, there is continued learning. You're either going to find some courage and take the risk to do the thing and you're going to get success or you're going to you know find some courage and take the risk to do the thing. And if it doesn't you know, reach a success measure that is appropriate for you, you're really going to have a learning moment. And you might have a learning moment about the action plan may not have been sufficient, or it may be internally the way you're thinking about it and a mental block that you might have that's preventing your success. So action, there is so much value in taking action. Yes.
0: And then stepping back and going, okay, did that work or didn't it?
1: Correct. Yes. What worked? What didn't? What did you learn in the process? What would you do differently? How is are things going to change moving forward? Absolutely.
0: Hallie, this was terrific. Thank you so much for sharing the conversation with me.
1: Well, thank you for inviting me. It was my pleasure.
0: There is going to be a link to Hallie's website in the show notes. You can certainly find her at halliesimpson.com to learn more about coaching and coaching conversations and so much more. And if you've enjoyed today's conversation, be sure to subscribe to More Than A Few Words wherever you listen to podcasts. This has been another episode of More Than A Few Words. Thanks for listening.